Welcome back to the Ticket to Anywhere podcast, where we're helping you adventure from anywhere, especially during this pandemic. I'm Trizzy. Don't forget, we are a visual podcast, so check us out on our YouTube channel, Ticket Number Two Anywhere Podcast, and hit that subscribe. And if you prefer to listen to us, we are streaming on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. Hey everyone, it's Leah at LA in Flight on all your social media networks. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Ticket to Anywhere Podcast. On Twitter, we are at T2A Podcast. And of course, on TikTok, we are at Ticket to Anywhere. Now, today's episode is the last episode of 2020, and we're so excited to welcome Matt Kepnis, who is more commonly known as Nomadic Matt. And we hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed chatting with him. So Matt runs the award-winning budget travel site, nomadicmatt.com. He's the author of the New York Times bestseller, How to Travel the World on $50 a Day. This is a must-read for any budget travelers out there. Be sure to grab a copy for your library. And the travel memoir, 10 Years a Nomad. I have both. I absolutely love both of them and reference back to both of them. He's also the founder of TravelCon, which is North America's premier travel conference, and Flight, a nonprofit that sends students from underserved communities on transformative trips abroad, and the Nomadic Network, which he started last year, which is a global travel community inspiring travel enthusiasts around the globe and connecting them. So I help them run some of their online virtual events and I run the Los Angeles chapter as well. So when Matt's not traveling around the world, he can be found in Austin, Texas. And we're so excited to bring you this episode today. Enjoy. Matt, I know you've done some really amazing things to shape the travel community. You're an award-winning travel writer for nomadicmat.com. You know, everyone knows you as the expert budget traveler. You wrote the Bible on how to travel the world, $50 a day, founder of TravelCon and the nonprofit Flight. Um, And of course, the Nomadic Network, which I help host the events. But, you know, for those people that haven't read either of your books or haven't dived deeply into your site, we want to know your humble beginnings and how you got started traveling. You know, I didn't really grow up um, in a travel household. Travel wasn't really a big deal. Um, I didn't really start traveling until after I graduated from college. I had a job. You get two weeks vacation a year. I took it. Um, and then I went to Costa Rica. And it was there I fell in love with travel. You know, I loved, I just loved like the adventure of every day, you know, like nine to five is, you know, the days are pretty much the same, but when you're on the road, every day is so different that I just really loved that variety and that sense of possibility. And so from there I became hooked on travel. And then from there, uh, following year, I took, um, another trip, um, to Thailand and it was there. I met a bunch of backpackers and, and, you know, this idea of budget travel, because you, know, you grow up in the States, especially like in the, you know, pre-blogs and everything, um, right. you don't really know what you don't know, and you don't know that travel can be cheap and inexpensive, and, you know, and it's not all the resorts and brand hotels and cruises. Um, so I was like, oh, man, I really want to do what they're doing. Um, so I uh, came home and quit my job, and then finished the degree, saved us some money, rest is history. Right. That's amazing. 
A follow-up question to that then, how quickly after you started, did you start nomadicmat.com and did you start writing and putting it out there for everyone to, you know, share the same info? Uh, I went traveling in 2006. Uh, and then in 2008, I started the blog when I came home. So came home in January 2008. And then I started the blog. I bought the domain name at the end of February, but I didn't go live until April. Awesome. I have a, a question. Why did you choose Costa Rica as your first overseas trip? I have no idea. <laughs> that, that, that is lost to time and memory. Um, I don't remember how I ended up there. Gotcha. On the tour, I went on a tour, but how I stumbled across that company as well as picked that destination, price, timing, um, I have no idea. I don't remember. Awesome. I went there two years ago. I actually really loved it. Have you been back since? Yeah, I was back a few years ago. So I've been a couple of times since that original trip. Actually, it seems because of the amount of American tourists there, it probably seems like a good place to kind of break in traveling. So. Yeah, you know, it's a really easy country to travel around. And Americans have been going there since I started going there in 2004. Well, I mean, even before that, it was still a place for American retirees. So how do you think your travel has evolved? Um, I mean, you know, I started when I was in my early 20s, and now I'm almost 40, so I don't really do dorms anymore. Dorm rooms. And, you know, I mean, now that I have a job, right, um, yeah. when you're backpacking the world, you have a finite set of money within an amount of time. Now it's kind of the opposite, right? Like in some ways I have an infinite amount of money because I'm still working as I travel. So it's not like I have to make, you know, 20 K last for, you know, years because I'm, I make a salary every month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working remote as they say, um, you know, when you're 25 backpack in the world and, you know, walking tour is out of your budget. Now I like to do walking tours of, or, you know, eating out, um, right. doing more activities because I want to try to cram as much in. Whereas before I had to, you know, I can spend a lot of time in places, but I couldn't do all those other things because I just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Right. Got you. It's almost like when you, when people consider a trip, there, it's always either time or money, the biggest factors. It's like, oh, I don't have a vacation off or I don't have the money to pay for that type of trip. And so it sounds like that's how you've evolved. It's like you've kind of switched priorities around, but depending on your yeah, resources. The older you get, the less time you have and the more money you get. And yep. then, you know, you know, they say the only difference between your 30s and your 20s is that you have more money. So <laughs> it's true. I felt it the like day that. I turned 30. So. Okay, you've had this amazing start, Costa Rica, Thailand, you know, launched the blog. Um, I want to know more bigger picture, like how and why did you stay on the road for so long? I know you had 10 years of Nomad that just came out a couple years ago, um, which kind of wrapped up your decade of adventures. But let us know, like how and how and why. Uh, there was no goal. Uh, it just happened that way. Um, one day turned into 10 years. Um, I went back on the road after that original trip uh, simply to, because I didn't want to work at an office. Um, I wanted to keep traveling. And then 
I never saw a reason to stop. Oh man, I need that that so <laughs> confidence that, in me. I to stop. So when you first launched your blog, I have a follow up question to that. Were were you discouraged at all? Like, was it kind of did it take off kind of slowly? Did you feel that you were really creating something, or did it take a while? Um, you know, I had no illusions that it would like things would happen right away. I just wanted to work at it and build something. I knew it would take time. Anything takes time. Um, but it was really more of a side hustle until, you know, 2010 or so. Um, uh, I was teaching English in Asia. So, you know, I was living off that income and working off the website on the side. Uh, um, so I never really felt like it had to make money or all of it's lost. Sure. Yeah, more of the content that you're putting out there and how it was helping other, like how. Yeah, I mean, I definitely spend like all my waking time on it, but it was yeah. really very much a passion. Yeah, that's and like one of the reasons why um, we started this podcast because you know we both work nine to five jobs and we're like, man, this is we're dreading it, and we just need a passion on the side. So we kind of just mix the travel yeah. and the passion of talking about travel together. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and the cool thing is we're both, um, we travel very differently. So I'm pretty similar to you, Matt, where I'm always looking for a budget. Let's do street food. Let's do hostels. Um, and Tracy's more of like a high-end budget traveler, if you will. <laughs> but What's a um, high-end budget traveler? Like, like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll splurge. Like I, I've never done a hostel. Um, the closest I've gone to was uh, Thailand in a postal, and that was last November. That was my very first time. Yeah, I mean, they have private rooms. They yeah. Do. You can get the best of both worlds. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and I'll do private drivers, and I guess that's what you call <laughs> mid to luxury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more mid. I think, I think private drivers brings you a little bit higher than budget traveler <laughs> but it's not every single time places. yeah yeah but yeah. Trizzy, yeah you like you know okay i know we're gonna get there at this time this you know this is gonna get us there for sure and you're paying for that kind of security i guess yeah whereas also, also at the end it's like you could rely on the public transport system as matt knows well like you love it but mm -hmm. um but then you know is it gonna run are they going on strike today how much is it gonna cost right. like are they even, are they letting foreigners on? All kinds of things could happen, right? Mm -hmm. But if yeah. there's one thing that I've learned from my travels and hearing that both of you guys talk, you guys do the slow travel where you kind of just yeah. focus on a country and stay there for what, three, four, three to three weeks to a month. As for me, I'm cramming everything in. I'm I like in last November, I crammed four countries in two weeks and I'm just like, what did I get Way out too of much. Yeah. Way too much. I was like, okay, cool. I've been there, but did I really indulge in the culture? Mm, not really. You know, right. so I'm hoping, I'm hoping yeah, that's going to change. And travel less is more. There's no rush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty baller though. You would literally like fly to one Island in the Philippines and then jet off to Taiwan. So hiring. <laughs> oh, I mean, you were doing that too. Yeah. That's way too much. Way yeah. too much. <laughs> way too much planning way too much energy um but yeah hopefully in the future it's a lot of slow traveling yeah 
Yeah, take your business on the road. I mean, that's what, you know, I aspire to do what Matt's doing. I, I freelance at the moment. Um, and, you know, we're all, I'm freelancing remotely, so I can stay in a place for a month or two and settle down as long as there's reliable Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Work remote, everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so on your, um, on your site and in your book, Matt, you have uh, tons of tips on how to save and plan for a trip. I totally just reviewed all of them last week because I was like, check, I do this, check, I do this. Uh, what is the first or the most important one that you like give to others? If people were like off the top of your head, what's your favorite tip? Mm. I say when you're in a destination, um, go to the local tourism office and ask what's going on. That's free. Oh, I mean, they obvious to really, um, know what's going on. Right. So they know everything. I don't, I don't think most travelers don't use tourism offices enough. I mean, as a consumer travel, like everything, they have to know like what festivals are going on, what days are art museums yeah. free, you know, where's the market, subway passes, they have discount cards. I mean, I always pop in. Man, that's a really good tip because I had no idea about the tourism offices. Are they usually in like the downtown area or like close by the airport or is it just something I have to research? They're usually at airports, but most, they're always in the center of town. I mean, there's a Google tourism office. They're never far from like the main area. The main drag. That is really smart. I feel, I guess I just use kind of the hostel desk. Sometimes they'll have a concierge, but I kind of use that as my- Yeah, they know everything too. I mean, because their job is to also- deal with people who don't like to spend money. So they know all the cheap <laughs> stuff. I call it dealing with people who don't like to spend money. I mean, I'm sure they get annoyed for being asked like the 20th time, where's a cheap place to eat? <laughs> yep, but it's usually, oh, we have one down the street. Or if you go downtown, you'll find something even cheaper. <laughs> so um, that is a wonderful tip. I will be doing that from now on. Tourism office and combine it with the hostel concierge. Then I got everything covered, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the whole work. Yep, absolutely. Well, we got a fun segment coming up. It's called the T2A Q2A, which is the ticket to anywhere. Quick to answer segment. Just rapid fire. Harmless. Uh-huh. Very cool. harmless. First question is, it's- why do you travel? Um, better understanding of the world. Yes. Love it. Preach, preach. <laughs> um, that's what we all aspire to be. Next question. Do you have any rituals or routines that you do when you get to a new city, country, or place? I take a shower because air- airplanes are gross and I always feel gross. After like 15 hours on an airplane. Oh, man. I... Totally agree. All right. So what has been your best purchase you've made before or during your travels? Before or during. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or both. Give us both. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lock. It comes oh, in. You yeah. never know when it comes in handy. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I got to get me a lot I mean, now. Before, like during, I mean, I would say the best purchase I make during in my travels is usually food. But if we're talking about something that's like practical, 
I would say a lock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have like three different ones. I literally was on Amazon last night looking for a few different others, like different sizes for bags and lockers. So I like that question of the lock. I actually have one more I want to add, or well, we have two more. Um, can you, what's an interesting dish that you've loved on your travels off the top of your head? Like a random dish that we may not have in the U.S. Uh, pork noodle soup and from Thailand. Like oh. um, there's like, it's made on the streets. Uh, so they have to like have the broth for a while. So it's just, you can never find it here because it, health departments wouldn't let that broth sit <laughs> for so long. So like a Mark Wien's type of uh, uh, dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like the noodles and just uh, like that red pork. And mm. yeah, it's really good. And then the last one for the T2A, Q2A, Matt, what is next for you? What's next for Nomadic Matt? Uh, we're doing a lot more virtual events and then uh, hopefully one day we're going to do like a big like gathering, like, you know, 500 people, but who knows with COVID. <laughs> so maybe like one day that will, that will yeah. actually happen. Drive-in travel con. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. We're looking forward Drive -in to travel con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty cool that would be pretty cool yeah we're looking forward to in-person events too i know we are writing all the virtual events for nomadic network and they've been awesome and we've been breaking them down into uh chapters or like regions like the tri-state area and then we run mm -hmm. california ones but man we as much as we love them we miss in person because we were only able to get to one we were able to launch the chapter and then COVID happened yeah <laughs> It was terrible timing. <laughs> but at least we got one in. That's what's really cool. Yeah, we made we'll that probably get more in. The second we can meet in person, we're ready to go. We're, we're out there, yeah. Awesome. Well, Matt, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you and, you know, obviously helping to run some of Nomadic Network events and being so involved in this travel community. Thank you for everything you've done and these paths that you set for everyone. Can you really quickly let everyone know where to find you? Yeah, sure. I am uh, very well-branded, I guess, um, across all platforms. Just type in whatever platform you want, backslash nomadic map, and there I am. Um, and nomadicmap.com for all your travel, budget travel info. You know, maybe uh, you might end up at a hostel sometime. <laughs> Sounds good. Matt, are you like doing those TikTok dances too? If you're yeah. everywhere yeah. on the platform? I was going to say, <laughs> can we find you on TikTok? <laughs> I'm just trying to get like Instagram down now. Like, <laughs> like TikTok is probably years in the future. Years in the future. And now I there's new you. apps. There's Triller now too. So. Oh yeah, that's like the new TikTok, which is crazy because yeah. isn't TikTok feels real new too. It is really I new. I agree. <laughs> It's too much, too much. But yes, you are um, streamlined. You're, you know, Nomadic Mad is streamlined across all social media platforms. So thank you again so much for your time and your tips. Everyone go grab Matt's books, visit him on his site, catch him on Instagram. And uh, we'll chat soon, Matt. All right, no worries. Thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Bye.
Ticket to Anywhere podcast is also a visual podcast on YouTube. Ticket number two anywhere podcast. We are also streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Thank you for your support in the year 2020, our first year of our podcast. We are looking forward to giving you guys more episodes in the year 2021. Stay safe, stay healthy, and be kind to one another.